Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Straight to the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control and the dock. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Well, for the first time this football season, we will chat about not winning a football game. As Ole Miss lost at Alabama over uh, the weekend and uh, dropped to 3-1 and one. LSU's next. We'll talk about that with Harry Harrison. We'll have Michael Joe Cannon joining us a little bit. It is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We'll chat with Michael Joe. Uh, we've got Jacques Doucet. Are you ready for that one, Mr. Chuck and Yancey? Jacques yeah. Doucet is going to join us. He's uh, from one of the TV, part of the TV world down in Baton Rouge area, and he's going to talk LSU with us. Cool. So we'll have all of that and more. Gary, Chuck, Yancey, all in the building with you um, safely. And when I say safely, for those of us driving in and around here, Chuck, I came through the accident before you did, so thoughts are, look, you people buckle up and be safe out there. A little, little dangerous outside. Yeah, but, you know, I, I just, I'm, I don't understand why it takes so long to clean up. <laughs> come on, get, get to put, push their ass over in a ditch. Oh and my God. Move on. Come on. They were, just, they were already, I don't have any patience. They were already in said ditch. This is what happens when you grow old. My, you get grouchy and impatient. <laughs> No, no patience whatsoever. All right, men. Um, I'm I'm sitting here as I guess everybody else was. Yeah. Seven six chance to go up, extend it, whatnot, and and this same thing we we talked about on I think every Monday here has been getting off the field on third downs defensively and extending time on the field on third downs offensively, and the same things happened. Fifty six yards rushing. Uh, and Ole Miss was able to do it against Tulane. They're able to do it against Georgia Tech, and they just weren't able to do that against Alabama. Well, I put this in the lap of the offense, and special teams were pathetic too. Um, I thought the defense played well enough to win, even though Alabama, you know, moved the ball and Milrow made him look too good, better than he is with the passing game. But anytime you hold an SEC team, to me. At 24 points, that's supposed to be a winning effort. I think the others were losing efforts. Yeah, and 2.8 yards rushing for Alabama. If you would have said before the game that you could hold Alabama to 2.8 yards rushing, but Ole Misses couldn't have been much better. And th- there lies the problem, right? When you are in third and longs consistently on the road to a team like Alabama and a defense like Alabama, I don't think anybody anticipated Bama's defense being that good. That's the best secondary, Chucky and Gary, that I've seen in, in years, actually. Uh, you know, it does. it's not a recipe for success. They just simply couldn't sustain any drives offensively. Yeah, but we're supposed to be an offensive team. That's what's so discouraging no to me. A uh, lot of players coming back, uh, almost all the offensive line coming back. Yep. 
a lot of receivers coming back, a lot of good additions. Quinshawn Judkins coming back, your quarterback coming back, and and they go over there and lay an egg. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all you can say. Well, I mean, that's the biggest mystery of the season, right? You bring four to your five starters back on the offensive line. You bring back your quarterback, the best running back, arguably, in the country. Um, you know, a couple of the tight ends, a couple of the receivers, and, and you lead the SEC the last three years in rushing, no matter who's the running back in there, no matter who's the offensive line coach. They hired a new offensive line coach this season, uh, and then it's just been a complete disaster. I don't know that you could say it's been a complete disaster, but Saturday was a disaster. Well, I'm not talking about the team. <laughs> I'm talking about rushing the ball. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The run offense. Yeah. It yeah. just it's it's a but they found mystery. a way for Jackson Dart to run the football. Yes. They haven't found a way for Judkins to run the football. Yes, but those are they're not keying on Dart, right? But I also thought it was really curious when right before half when they had Saban on the TV uh, he said when they go to an empty back uh, five wide out they always do uh, a Jackson Dart draw right so Saban knew what was going on and so that's an adjustment that Ole Miss is going to have to make well what's 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 discouraging to me is that uh, Lane Kiffin is known as an offensive savant I mean uh, some people call him an offensive genius I'm not seeing that genius right now, and I don't know where, where you put that in the lap of the offensive coordinator or Lane Kiffin, but uh, something's got to change. Well, and those questions were asked about who is calling plays and whatnot. Yancey, we're going to have to push your five things yep. a little deeper in the okay. program. So he answered some of those questions about he's giving thoughts on the play calling, right? Isn't that what he answered? He said he, he could interject whenever he wanted to, and I see him on the – on the, he's talking. He's talking a lot, and he's he looking is. at his play sheets a lot. So, you know, I, I don't think you can say, oh, Charlie Wise sucks, you know. Right. Um, the, the operation is just not working right now. Regardless of who's calling plays, it's not working. For South Farm Credit, with this chat, they brought that to you. Over five, uh, 100 years of experience supporting our rural communities in agriculture. It's First South Farm Credit. We'll get Yancey's five things. We'll shorten down to a couple of text messages and the injury We'll get that later in the program, but next we'll bring in our friend Harry Harrison next. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, is opening a full-service clinic in Oxford on June 12th, offering a full spectrum of orthopedic care, including sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, and a physical therapy department. Schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. We also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic, Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Across from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. This portion of the program brought to you by Gateway Tire. They've been serving it since 1929, 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. And this portion of the show is where we bring in Harry Harrison. Hello. What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, dude. How are you? Man, it's uh, it's Monday and uh, start a new week. Got to flush that last one to get ready for the Tigers. Yeah, this is a, your favorite team, isn't it, Harry? Man, <laughs> I, I, I'd like to beat them in everything, including checkers. <laughs> Harry, let me ask you one thing. Being a secondary guy, were you as impressed with the Alabama secondary as I was? I thought they played really well, Nancy. I thought uh, their two corners were as good as I've seen on the collegiate level. We, we knew McKinstry was good, but the other guy... I think it was, I don't know if it was Downs or what. Uh, no, it was uh, Arnold. Yeah. Terry and Arnold. Uh, yeah. They, you know, they, they basically took our wide receivers out uh, of the game. I mean, we just got nothing. You know, what we really had success with was uh, matching up uh, Jordan Watkins in the slide or running some crossing routes, and they, they may have dropped in zone those times. But any time they were matched up in man, and we tried to go long or back shoulder or anything like that. We even tried Trey Harris a couple of times. Of course, he was he's not full speed, but nothing worked. They just did an excellent job of coverage. I didn't understand putting Trey in there myself, Harry. When, when you got Aiden Williams sitting over there on the bench that can run any route, and it was obvious that the only route Trey could run was just a straight fly pattern. Um, yeah, Chuck. I, I think they wanted to just want to go route, see if they could get a 
pass interference or maybe just a jump ball, but uh, that didn't work either. I think that was against Terry and Arnold, and he, he did a good job of batting the ball away. So that didn't work either. But uh, the second half was a long half for the Rebels. Harry, what what you know? We've been talking about this weekly about the running game. It's almost gotten to the point now where is it fixable, right? Uh, what, what what do you do? Well, you, you know, yes, it's, it's it's interesting and talking to some some of the old coaches around. You know, when you run the read option and you run the uh, RPO, your offensive lineman can't get downfield more than four four yards. If they do that, and it turns out to be a pass, then you know, then then you get that pick up that penalty. So I don't know if 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 what we're teaching is not engaging those guys to come out far off, you know, and really engage with a defensive lineman, or we just try to engage and, and hold a position. But we're, we're not getting it done up front. I mean, that's obvious to anybody watching it on TV or in the stadium. Uh, and, of course, part of that's been a tight end issue. We got pre scoring in there, and I thought that helped a little bit. But still, you know, we're just not getting that creases that we did last year for uh, for Jokic in the uh, – and so, uh, you know, we're all scratching our head. Maybe, maybe we're going to have to make some changes up front. I, you know, you think we had four starters back from last year. You felt pretty good about that. But the left side has really turned into, into, uh, Kern and, uh, number six. McGee. McGee. Yeah. And uh, I think Kern's playing well. I'm not sure how well McGee, you know, and I, and I, when you're sitting up in the press box looking at the entire field, I don't zero in on exactly what the line's doing. I'm looking at coverages and looking at receivers and quarterbacks, trying to get all that uh, focused in. But so I don't, I, you know, I don't want to particularly point out any one guy. But we, you know, we just seem to be getting beat in the middle there. Maybe it's both guards Saturday. I don't know. But no, we're not getting much done. When your quarterback is your leading rusher, and I was looking at the stats compiled, he's the he's the leading rusher for the Rebels. That's not that's not a stat that you want to have. <laughs> That's what you're not looking for. Certainly not looking for that. But I, I thought it was a little scary today, Harry, when uh, when Quinchon was asked about the front of LSU. He said, well, they're a lot bigger and more physical than Alabama. They're older <laughs> and they rotate more players than Alabama. And I'm going, holy mackerel. Uh, that, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> they are. Well, I, I, I thought Alabama played real well. I thought their linebackers were, you know, 32 got hurt kind of early on, which I thought might help, but uh, the, I thought their linebackers were very active. Their, their front was big, and the, the Tim, uh, I don't remember, Tim Smith maybe, number, I think he was 50 or 52 inside, just uh, kind of had his way with us, especially in the second half. But uh, I thought their linebackers were very active, and I thought, you know, you got that Malachi Moore was their, you know, kind of their fifth defensive back, and he was all over the field. So I, I just thought their secondary, their five guys in the secondary, including their free and strong safety, just played real well. And uh, they did uh, – so, but now if you look at LSU, uh, the one guy that was really, really good going into last year, Torrey's knee up, Chuck, if you remember, Smith in the in the Florida nice. State game. He's back, but, you know, I don't think he – I saw him play against Mississippi State. He didn't seem to be, you know, a full go at that point. Now, he may have his best game come Saturday night, but he seems to be trying to play catch up. But uh, they've got number 18, and, you know, I don't have – LSU didn't have their, their notes in there today, so I can't tell you names. But uh, uh, he's, a, he's quite a player. He's definitely an a NFL caliber player. So we're going to play a, a really good defense. I don't, I don't think their secondary is going to be as good as Alabama. I hope I have to go back to eat those words. But I Nowhere just Alabama, in the universe. Yeah. 
I thought Alabama's secondary played very well. Very Daniels, well. their quarterback's probably playing as good as anybody in yeah. the country right I, now. I, I think if you stopped, I think if you stopped the season right now and voted on the MVP, Jaden Daniels would be right there in the top one or two. You know, and uh, so yeah, he's playing very well. And, and obviously, we got to go back to spying the quarterback because he's he's willing to. To, to drop it with that read option and take off with it, or he's you know even if it's a pass pro, he's gonna tuck it a lot of times. So, some Terry Perkins will have his, his work cut out for him again, but uh, he kind of lived up to what he, we thought he could do. Chuck on Saturday at, at Alabama played very well. You know what worries me about the matchup with LSU is their secondary has been their problem. Their defensive line is arguably the top in the SEC, and they get after the passer. Rather it's Wingo or rather it's Perkins, uh, that, you know, they just flat get after you. The reason Arkansas was so successful against that, uh, LSU defense is they were playing in third and manageables, right? Third and two, third and three all night yeah. with yeah. a running quarterback too. So you didn't know which way to defensively play them. Whereas if it's third and six, seven and eight and longer, they can just tee off on you with those, uh, unbelievable defensive ends they have. And that's where Ole Miss's problem has been is getting in third and manageables. And that's, that's the key to the game to me. Well, the last two games, if you look at it, I think we're like three or four for 20 something on third downs. And that, and at the end of the game, that's going, we were fortunate against Georgia Tech. We won big anyway, but we were one for 13 against Georgia Tech and we were only three for whatever on Saturday. I never saw 14, I think. And Tulane wasn't much better. I remember at one point. No, Tulane was not better either. So you got, you're right. You got to manage, you got to stay ahead of the chains. And when you get third and long, it's very easy to tee off when you're up front. Uh, especially if your run game's not, not working. Last year we had the run game working and so we, we'd run it on third and long a lot of times, but so far that's not, hadn't clicked. But, uh, you know, it's a really good team coming in here, no doubt about that. But, uh, you know, it's an LSU rivalry and I think these kids will be ready to play. I know I'll be ready to play and, uh, I bet y'all will too. <laughs> but, uh, didn't get to see much of LSU in, in, in Arkansas. I was driving back after the game. That took forever, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I think I think uh, you got to you got to keep it third short, and uh, you know I think we picked up some fourth down plays the other day against Alabama that kept us in the game. Whatever you want to say that is, and if we hit the pass to George Watkins there at the end, you know cut it to seven. Who knows? We might have kicked an onside. That's something you'll never know because we didn't hit the pass for the touchdown. But he was open right there at the goal line, and, and unfortunately Jackson Dart just overthrew him. But if sands and butts, let's don't get beat twice by Alabama. That one's over with. Let's flush that one and go on to the Tigers. You know, something that's concerned me, Harry, a little bit is on our scoring drive, we were up-tempo. And then the rest of the time, I didn't see a lot of tempo. And maybe that's because we weren't converting third downs. It, it prevents you from being going fast. But I've always thought the hallmark of this offense was to go fast. And I just didn't see it Saturday except one drive, and that's when we scored. Well, I think you're right, Chuck, but if you go back and look at how many times we punted, uh, there's, there's a lot of games last year we didn't – the punter never even sniffed the field. But Saturday, I think we punted five or six times. So that answers, that answers your question. So we punted more than, than I was hoping we were going to. But, uh, yeah, and then a couple times we – you know, the quarterback, uh, Jackson took it and ran, got his helmet knocked off. I think Lane addressed that today by tightening that 10 strap up. So we had to, you know, change quarterbacks. Or you know, there at the end, we had to call a timeout and stay 10 seconds. But, yeah. Harry, kind of thank fun? you, buddy. Appreciate right. you. See you all soon. Thank you, Harry. Bye. Bye-bye. 
imagine? Years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings. Paxton Farise and the Farise Group have over 20 years and a process working toward success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Farise Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Farise Group, farisegroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Farise Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Farise Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki, featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides, zero-turn mowers, plus you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play, Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. And we need to talk about the Farise Group, our partner in retirement for nearly two decades. They have expertise in helping retirees invest and distribute the savings. They provide the clients with unparalleled level of service and deliver those results. Toll-free number 1-877-327-3700. Three, five. And our text message is presented by Canon Cleary McGraw, ccmoxford.com. We start here. We've been talking about the offensive line and blocking, and the first one is what are the possibilities Coach Garrison could change the blocking scheme to open up the holes for Judkins? I, and the I don't know if you can change the scheme, but I think you can add to it. And, and I'm not so sure that it's a scheme issue as much as it is a personnel issue. I'd, I'd like to see him try to play some different players. It's different positions. Yeah. yeah. But we'll see. One other text message, and then we'll get to Yancey's thoughts. And, and Harry just brought this up as well. How will Ole Miss respond to this year's loss to Alabama compared to last year? And I think that's big. Can't let it. It may, you, you may lose to LSU anyway, but you don't need to keep that one in your mind. I think they're going to put that behind them. Let yeah. me tell you something. Players put put stuff behind them quicker than coaches and fans do. I mean, they're, they're still 
21, 22 years old. They're looking for their next beer and their next girlfriend and their next game. They're not, they're not worried about, you know. Well, this is where Kiffin has to earn his money, right? All nine million of it. I mean, this is, these next two games are huge for Kiffin. All right, the five things from Yancey brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Steve Grantham runs nine of those in Mississippi and Tennessee. Well, the first thought is not going to be shocking to anybody, but Ole Miss's inability to run the ball and Alabama's secondary play was the difference in the game. Thought number two, hindsight is twenty twenty, but the decision to not spend their money on now FSU wideout Keon Coleman and spend it on a backup quarterback was just a huge mistake. Thought number three, Nick Sablin simply made better halftime adjustments than Kiffin. They decided to start running the ball between the tackles and not outside the tackles as they did in the first half. Ole Miss never countered with that adjustment. Thought number four, kudos to punter Frazier Marson. He had his best game yet as a Rebel and kept a field position manageable for the Ole Miss defense. And thought number five, Santaron Perkins has a chance to be one of the best defensive players to ever put on the red and blue. Start scheming your defense around him. And a little gravy on top, uh, Gary, the game Saturday against LSU will come down to two things. Can they contain Jaden Daniels, and will they become much more balanced on offense? LSU's secondary is very vulnerable, but the Tigers have arguably the SEC's top defense defensive line. Their pass rush can create havoc on third and longs. Can Ole Miss's offense put themselves in third and manageable. If not, we'll be talking about the same issue Monday. I watched all of that Florida State game against LSU. They couldn't run the football in the first half. They used two backs in the backfield with the quarterback. One was almost always lead blocker for the other, and they finally found a way to run on LSU in the second half. That's how Florida State did it. Now, I'm not saying that's what Ole Miss should do, but that's what Florida State had to do. Well, Ole Miss's defense was shutting down that Alabama run game. But if you remember, they were going a lot outside the tackles, and that's where the speed of Ole Miss's defense was able to negate it. But in the second half, they started running that ball right down the gut, and that's where Ole Miss had problems defensively. Now, how, how do you make that adjustment? I don't know, but that's the adjustment. You know LSU's going to look at that blueprint. Now we'll get our injury report brought to you by Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Their website is OxfordOrtho.com. Well, thank goodness Caden Priestcorn's finally back. So is Zachary Franklin. I think Franklin had 60, 60 snaps yeah. uh, Saturday. He didn't do a lot with them, but you didn't expect him to. Caden had one catch, and so did Zachary. So hopefully they're... Uh, get their their assignments and everything down more and more as the weeks click by, and hopefully they'll be a lot better this week at, against LSU. I, don't, I, st- I still say Trey Harris is struggling a little bit. They ran patterns that he didn't have to cut off of that bad knee, but he wanted to play, so they played him, and uh, I'm sure they'll do the same thing against LSU. How effective he'll be, though, I, I have no idea. And that's really about it. I don't think there were many – Issues. Jaden Kennedy, I saw, was on the play snap. I didn't for the two lane transfer that we had talked about in the preseason. Mm-hmm. But he he was back on the field. Yeah, he didn't play, I believe, but eight or nine snaps. So it wasn't many, but it was nice to see him out there. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think we're fairly healthy. Quinshawn said today he feels better than he's felt all year, and he said he felt good against Alabama. Uh, and I thought he ran harder than he has all year against Alabama. Uh, with once those ribs healed up a little bit, but uh, wasn't any, wasn't many places to go. Yeah, we did I, have one text message asking about Jackson Dart. There was no concerns with him with the hits and things that he took, right? No, 
Okay. No. He's tough. Good gosh. I thought that could have punctured somebody's lungs the way he took that one hit in the open field there. Man, he's a dog. And then face mask, hitting head, helmet comes off. Yeah. Um, Second one, whatever. No call. No call. No call. There was a bunch of holding calls. But having said all that, I mean, the game went lost because of the refs. No. Not at all. No. But that was just one of the text messages that I didn't get to was wondering about his health as well. So. Yeah. Uh, and again, that text message line is 426-1093-662-426-1093 if you want to be involved the rest of the way. Michael Joe Cannon's going to join us next, also in the next segment, Jacques Doucet. That's Boy, right. when you sent me that message, I'm like, all right, we've really got to figure out how to say this one, right? we got to figure <laughs> out how to pronounce the man's name, and we'll have him on from the LSU perspective and side of things as well. Any other thoughts before we hit this break? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I I was saying during the last break, our fans are a little fickle at times about the Lane Kiffin situation. When when we're winning, all his tweets and everything give us so much good publicity. And, oh, yeah, man, he's got to keep doing that. He's a lightning rod. He, he keeps our name in front of the national uh, media, and, and everybody's aware of where Ole Miss is. But when we lose, they say, Man, he needs to get off Twitter. So, you know, make up your mind. I think yeah, Paul Feinbaum, too. I mean, he just set yeah, it the up. The first thing that he did was tweet it was on him, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was but his I, first I mean, one. let me tell Talking you something. about leading up to the game. With social media, you got to take the good with the that's bad. Right. That's and right. And that's just how it is. Either, either he doesn't do it at all or he keeps doing what he's doing and you pay the price every once in a while. All right, we'll come back with a couple of guests in the next segment. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or 
call 844-901-ROOF. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Later in the show, we've got some Ole Miss news to get to, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and more. But now, this is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. So, uh, I'm Gary, we have Chuck, we have Yancey, and we have the guy with the name Cannon. Michael Joe's on the line. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Man, I'm good. I'm good, guys. How y'all doing tonight? I'm doing good. Before we get rolling, Michael Joe, I just want you to know I'd love that little Colorado you sold me a couple weeks ago. Woo! That is a fine vehicle. Thank you for that. No, thank you, uh, Chuck. And by the way, you look pretty good in it, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that now you're lying? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I am... A little bit of a car salesman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Joe, you, you're up to what now? 19? Yeah, we got, uh, if you count the used stores we got, we're at uh, 22 now. 22. So, uh, Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, well, man, it's, <clears throat> I love to say it's me, but it's not. It's all about uh, the, the people we got working for us. And of course, obviously, all the great customers we got uh, have throughout the, the state of Mississippi and, and surrounding states. You know, it's, uh, that's how we got there. Is 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 was with those two uh, those two things. Well, talk yeah. to us a little bit about your latest additions. Yeah, so you know we, uh, golly, we, we're again because of the people we have and and the customers. We we're continuously looking to grow, and uh, we've acquired two uh, dealerships uh, down in Laurel, Mississippi, Jones County. Uh, it was uh, Kim's. Chevrolet Nissan, and, and now it's Cannon Chevrolet Nissan, and, and uh, we're just excited about being down there. We appreciate Kim and 
Mr. Bob uh, down there, Hobbs, that uh, sold it to us. And uh, golly, what we had more than anything was a lot of great employees already there. Uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's kind of like a football team, man. You know, uh, a head coach is only good the players he has. And if you don't have any any five star players, the chances of him women winning are are slim and none. And so we got a lot of five star players down there, and, and a lot of great great customers. And so, you know, we're, we're excited about that. We're excited to be in that area. It's a great area, and uh, looking to grow. We're gonna move out on the on the bypass there and build two uh, two brand new facilities. And so, uh, we're, we're excited about that. You know, it. Uh, Probably build a body shop there. We got five other ones throughout the state. So, you know, we're just excited about being being down in that area and, and being able to continue to grow. And uh, folks have been very good to us. Got a lot of great employees. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's really good. I'd like to say a uh, shout-out. I got a good friend down there, Sam Albritton, who played at uh, Ole Miss there. Uh, give him a holler out. And a uh, guy that I graduated high school with, Carl Proctor, they live down in Laurel, so a lot, lot of great folks. We're excited about being down there. So tell us, tell us how many brands you've got now, and, and name them if you don't mind. So we we have uh, uh, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, uh, Buick, uh, Chevrolet, GMC, and then one of the only uh, four Cadillac dealers in the state of Mississippi. Uh, we got Nissan, uh, Toyota, uh, Honda. Uh, Ford and, uh, and, and Lincoln. We're going to build a, uh, good Lord willing, a new Lincoln, uh, for, uh, standalone Lincoln store, Ford store, and a Nissan store with a, and a body shop down in, in Moss Point down on the coast. So, so with that, I guess it's, uh, 13 or so brands. And then, of course, we got, uh, Chuck got three used car, uh, operations with Calhoun City, where, where I was born and raised and started and, and over in Grenada, Grenada County and down, uh, uh, in North Jackson, so Yancey yeah. wants to know. Yancey wants to know if you're going to buy a skateboard <laughs> franchise because that's, that's what he—he's a skate big skateboarder, Michael. He's a skateboarder. Well, yeah. and and, and I, if I do, I'll buy some. Uh, uh, be sure he wears a helmet and and some shoulder pads and all that go along with it. No, he'd wear a bandana. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, Yancey's always been kind of a pretty cool guy, you know. We yeah, always, yeah, I know, I know. Trying to <laughs> keep I, up with him, right? I couldn't believe he went down to the smaller truck, uh, truck Michael Joe, with with that belly of Chuck's that keeps growing <laughs> by the day. I figured he needed something bigger, a bigger truck, like a three fifty Ford or something. Yeah, well, hey, as much as that guy walks around, uh, every time I look up, he's feeding that pavement out there, and so uh, I know he is. You know, I'll keep feeding that face too, though, Michael. Jones. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, thank you so much for what you do for Ole Miss and the the whole all of Mississippi with your car dealerships, and uh, just proud to be a friend. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. you've been a true friend, and we we lucky, and, and uh, no matter where you are, where you buy a car. You buy from Cannon, you know, we'll take care of you where you're on the coast or in Stark or Oxford, you know, over in the Delta or uh, wherever. So, you know, it's um, we, we've been blessed and, and uh, we always uh, hope that we can give back because, uh, golly, people have been so good to us, uh, guys. And I appreciate y'all. And I'll leave you with uh, hey, remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats the Cannon deal. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Michael. Michael. Thank you. You're awesome, man. Yes, sir. Okay. Good deal. I have one of his Nissan products. That's what's parked out there. Uh, so uh, Cannon Motors, we do appreciate them. 
along the way. Now we'll, we'll let Rhino uh, do the effort to bring us in our next guest along the way, and we already have Jacques Doucet on with us, and so he is with WAFB-TV, two-time, I think, uh, Louisiana Sportscaster of the Year along the way. Is that correct, Jacques? Did I get that right? Yeah, it took me about 20 years to get the first one, but uh, <laughs> you are correct. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you got to you gotta bide the time, do what you do, and eventually somebody, talent eventually recognizes talent, sir, and maybe maybe just took them a while. Hey, it's like Survivor on CBS, I'll play out last. I guess that's what we're trying to do here. So, <laughs> Jacques, I know the big probably headlines down there in Baton Rouge right now is what is LSU secondary? How are they going to get that fixed? While in Oxford, Mississippi, the big headlines are what is Ole Miss going to do to get this offensive line and run game going? What is the vibe down there in Baton Rouge? Well, you know, I think you're four games into the year, and that gives you a decent sample size of what you've got. And if you look at it statistically, as I did today, you know, I think LSU's overall defense is 66 in the FBS. I think their pass uh, defense efficiency is 81st, and I think when it comes to third down conversions, they're barely in the top 100. So defensively, they've been underwhelming. I think uh, three out of the four games, LSU fans walked away feeling pretty uninspired. And uh, basically this past game, you know, Arkansas really marched the ball up and down the field at will against this LSU defense. And LSU basically got the ball last and uh, milked away the final five, six minutes of the game, kicked the field goal with five seconds left to to win it. So I think there's some guys on the defense who before the year we were very excited about that, quite frankly, so far this year just haven't uh, emerged yet. Uh, Harold Perkins has been a real controversial subject in terms of how they're playing and where they're playing him. And, um, you know, Mason Smith, uh, big defensive lineman coming off the knee injury from a year ago, just hasn't really made any big plays yet either. And, yeah, the secondary for a school, and, like, I get tired sometimes of all the DBU talk and we're DBU and this and that. But um, the secondary, if you listen to guys who know football much better than me, they feel like this is uh, some of the weaker guys in the secondary that LSU's had in in a long time as far as talent goes. So, um, yeah, I think there's a feeling, although every time we try to predict a game, It'll go the other direction, but I think there's a, certainly a feeling that LSU's going to have to put a lot of points on the board to uh, win in Oxford this weekend. Well, we saw last year Ole Miss got off to that fast start, and they were, you know, about to drive again to go up, I believe, twenty-seven to seven or six at that point, and then the light just flipped. LSU creates a turnover dart through an interception there inside the ten-yard line, and LSU just ran Ole Miss out of the building a large part because Daniels really got going. That was his coming out party. Up to that point, he had been more of a runner, but he became that passer against Ole Miss last year, and he's never looked back. Just talk about the progression of of Jaden Daniels down there. Well, you know, last year he accounted for 28 touchdowns, but only 17 touchdown passes. And in 14 games, I think Coach Kelly wanted to see that number go up and obviously so far I think he's got 12 touchdown passes in the first four games uh he is sometimes taking some shots and running that the, the shots from defenders uh that LSU doesn't want to see but he has become uh more patient uh in terms of hanging in the pocket and pushing the ball down the field um 
Uh, this past game against Arkansas, he did not get off to a great start. He was off. His rhythm was off. Even the completions were low or off the mark. Um, but certainly this one-two punch is emerging with Malik Neighbors, who uh, in Starkville two weeks ago was targeted 13 times and call, caught all 13 for 239 yards and two touchdowns. And then Brian Thomas Jr., who uh, played right down the road from us here in Walker, Louisiana. He's really coming along as a kind of a bigger, physically stronger threat. Um, and so, yeah, the receivers are really coming along. And, and Jaden, uh, at this point, is really on his way to having one of the greatest statistical years in LSU history. He, he is really a fascinating um, topic. I don't know if it's just we're – in the social media era, and and we should not pay too much attention to people on Twitter and other places because typically they don't go there to say happy things. But um, you know, more than ever, uh, there there are some people that just clamor for the backup quarterback and Garrett Nussmeyer <laughs> and his ability to push the ball down the field. And I'm, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like politics. There's nothing you can say to convince people's mind at whatever uh, you know side they're entrenched on. But I think most people can look at Jaden Daniels' statistics and what he's doing and, and saying, "Wow, we've got you know one of the best quarterbacks in the country." Well, where would you say that that there's a matchup problem for Ole Miss against LSU, and then on the other side of the coin, where do you think the matchup problem is for LSU against Ole Miss? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I haven't watched a ton of Ole Miss. I, you know, I know that um, you know you guys played Tulane, and that was a you know probably one of the biggest home games in Tulane history. They lost their quarterback, and still they were able to score a decent amount of points, if I remember correctly. Um, and but then this past week at Alabama, uh, you know, obviously only ten points on the board there. So I don't know if if. I would think that Lane Kiffin is looking at LSU's defense and probably licking his chops and finding some areas to exploit and attack. Um, and so I, you know, obviously I've got questions about LSU's defense being able to, although they are, they are decent against the run, but, but passing in the secondary has been a problem. Um, you know, I, I, how good is Ole Miss's defense? How, how good is their secondary? Cause LSU certainly. If you take a look at what they've done so far, even the Florida State game, which on paper looks like a blowout and was a blowout, LSU, you know, was able to move the ball pretty well in that game. Just didn't finish in the red zone. So, um, uh, you know, and, and the intangibles certainly. You got uh, Ole Miss is at home, um, and I I do know that you've got the Egg Bowl and whatnot. But but from our perspective, I think that there's uh, you know no team that. Ole Miss takes better pride in and celebrates more when they win than, than beating LSU. And that was my next question. LSU is still arguably, with a lot of Ole Miss fans, if you're south of Jackson, the the biggest rival. And then the fans that are in Jackson and north, usually it's Mississippi State. But where does traditionally Ole Miss might have been LSU's biggest rival, you know, for, I don't know, 50, 70 years. But has that shifted some? Where does Ole Miss fit in the pecking order as being a true rival for for the LSU people? You know, I think it just always equates to whoever's the best team. Um, I think (laughs) in the late 90s uh, and maybe into the early 2000s, Auburn was LSU's top rival. Then uh, Florida came along with uh, Urban Meyer, and then I think LSU fans hated Florida. And then obviously when Nick Saban goes to Alabama, that just you know, triggers uh, emotions that perhaps have never been felt around here before. So 
I do think that there's still a lot of students at both schools who know each other and people in Louisiana who know people in Mississippi. I mean, we're, we're basically almost the same state. We're, we're, we're right next to one another. And so I, I do think socially uh, it does create a lot of great tailgating and people that know each other and whatnot. I, I do think that um, I think LSU fans respect Ole Miss and know that Ole Miss can beat them because it's happened, you know, plenty of times uh, over the years. But I think, LSU traditionally has, uh, you know, when it's mattered, uh, I can't believe it's 20 years. This is the 20-year anniversary of LSU beating Eli Manning and the Rebels to win the SEC West back in 2003 when LSU went on to win the national title. I think that's the biggest game these two teams have played, and, and LSU came out on top. Lastly, last question for you before we go on break. You know, give us give us a prediction. What's, what's, what is your score? Oh man, I'm not good at this stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll, you know, I'm going to uh, I'm going to say that uh, that LSU is going to find a way to survive in this game. Uh, I'll go 35-30, Tigers. Look, we really, really appreciate you spending your time. Thank you very much, and, and keep up the good work. Okay, hope to, hope to see you guys at the game. Thanks for having me. You too, buddy. All right, from WAFB TV, Jacques Doucet on with us. Uh, interesting thoughts. Yeah, yeah. He's you know LSU. He said was a hundred and second against their defense and holding people in third downs. And I, I mean, well, Ole Miss I, has got to be over a hundred and converting I, I, third I just downs. Pulled it up one oh eight. Ole Miss is one oh eight. So LSU's a hundred second and stopping third downs, and Ole Miss yeah. is one and one oh eight in converting third downs. And if you go the other direction, LSU's in the top ten in converting third downs. They do it over fifty eight percent of the time. I didn't have the time to find out what Ole Miss's uh, defensive rate is against third downs, but you you, you hit the point right. You're, it's like right the there. Same Something's got to break on that third down. Something's right? got to break. A it- marshmallow against a pillow. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Basically, that's kind of it. Hey, the red zone defense for Ole Miss is going to be huge. Can they make them convert field goals instead of getting seven, right? They've done a good point, job of that up to this point this season. they got to continue to do that Saturday. We'll finish everything up in just a few. Oh, yeah. I don't know she's all right. I don't know she's all right. She's all right. She's all right. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. With over 40 years of combined experience, the Tom Smith Land and Homes team serving the Cleveland, Mississippi area is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers. Their knowledge and expertise about agricultural, hunting, and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state. With Tom Smith Land and Homes, you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Landon Homes today at 662-441-2500. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking. Or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, Ole Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, final time for the three of us to chat with you. We thank all the guests for being on, you for chiming in, text messages that came in. We'll do this all again next Monday, but in the Ole Miss News Department, brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers, uh, because, as you know, she's worth it. They uh, tell us that the Arkansas game on October 7th will kick off at 630 on the SEC Network and the official ACC-SEC Basketball Challenge. Those have been set, and Ole Miss will play that one in November, I believe there's uh, at 8 o'clock start on ESPN2 against NC State as the opponent for Ole Miss in the ACC and um, SEC Challenge. I think Ole Miss has won one of those games and challenges. It used to be with the Big Big 12, Big 12 there, but yep. I can't remember which one. But they, they have not had a lot of success. And so that will be the opponent. Uh, I wish we'd hurry up and get the news on those players that are supposed yeah. to be uh, ruled on by the wonderful NCAA that's <laughs> always been our best friend. But they're still practicing and, and going. They're not missing anything right now. No, so I but, I, I just but like yeah, you like some clarity. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment brought to you by the Grove Collective. Their mission to create and enhance the NIL opportunities for all Ole Miss student-athletes. Yancey? Yeah, I'm going to do a little recruiting tidbit here. One of my long-time scouts there at East Mississippi uh, Community College uh, had a chance to watch Dion Smith. We all know about him. He plays mm-hmm. for Holmes Community College. Uh, Dion played for LSU. He's from Jackson, Mississippi. Tried to enroll in Ole Miss. Didn't meet the academics, and he's been on a long road to get back. But uh, Dion's absolutely tearing it up. And as I, I want was, that dude. He told me, he said, Yancey, that you know, uh, you ain't got anything like this. He's like, yeah. he's an NFL guy, bar none. You know, 
hopefully he can pass. But I'm hearing he's going to be able to be ready by December. So that would be a huge addition for the Ole Miss team. they got to get some NWOs in here, some guys that are 6'3", half size, that could go 80. Um, another tidbit here is four-star defensive end, rush, uh, edge rusher, King Joseph Edwards, we talked about him the week before last. He came in for the Georgia Tech game. He's returning for his official visit this weekend against LSU. And per Zach Barry from the Ole Miss Spirit, he will make a decision shortly after he returns from Ole Miss. He is, has a final three now of Colorado, Florida State, and Ole Miss. He's already visited Colorado and Florida State for his officials. Things are pointing towards Oxford for him to land as a rebel. I won't get him just for his name. That's what I thought. The king. I, and, I, and I tell you what, I bet you uh, King Edward Cigars might give him an NIL deal. <laughs> How about that? That's a good thought. That is a really good thought. And the last tidbit here is top 20, uh, top 50 national recruit in the two, 2024 class shooting guard. Mikey Lewis, I know you love those guys that can shoot. Chucky, out of Oakland, California. Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gosh, we hadn't had anybody to put the ball in a bucket in years. Uh, he's taking an official visit to Ole Miss this weekend. I mean, how many players are we talking about? Top 50 national players are visiting now since Beard has arrived. It's unbelievable. But he has St. Mary, California. No surprise. He's out of California. Along with LSU, Illinois, and Ole Miss at the top of his list. He's already visited Illinois and St. Mary's. He canceled his LSU visit to come to Ole Miss. Then he will visit Cal next weekend after the Ole Miss visit and will make a decision shortly after that. So maybe some good news coming for Chris Beard there in another shooting guard. And we'll wrap up with the good, the bad, and the ugly, sponsored by Big Delta Power Sports, located at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville. Well, the good, even though the Rebels made Bama quarterback Jalen Miro look better than he is, I thought the Rebel defense put up a pretty good fight in the 24-10 loss to Alabama Saturday. Bama finally got a run game going, and Miro completed a lot of passes, but holding an SEC team to 24 points on their home turf is a winning effort in my book. I, if you had told me before the game that they were only going to score 24, I would have told you we had a win. The bad, the Rebel offense was outmanned, but even outmanned, you're supposed to make more plays than Ole Miss did. 301 yards total offense, that's pretty bad. The run game was held to 56 yards, and that was all Quinchon Judkins. Uh, quarterback Jackson Dart wasn't anything great in the game. He missed a couple of big-time throws in, in crucial times that he should have made. One time missing Jordan Watkins wide open in the end zone on a routine toss and catch. This was a beatable Bama team, but Ole Miss offense did not bring their A game to Tuscaloosa. The ugly, nobody's mentioning it, but our special teams were woeful. They were ugly. A block punt, a missed chip shot field goal, and guys fumbling two kickoffs that we fortunately covered. <laughs> Got lucky there to cover them. So, anyway, good, bad, and ugly. Hope it's better against LSU Saturday. I agree with this. This is one very interesting take on the game. Vegas started LSU at 1.5 at Ole Miss. What does that mean? They are Begging you to bet on LSU. I feel good about the Johnny Rebels. All right. I'm I'm keeping my money in my pocket. I don't <laughs> I didn't say bet it, but they are begging you to bet on LSU. I mean absolutely begging you. Very, very squirrely. So what does that mean? I I'm not a better, so I don't understand. Well if I'd have told you that LSU's given a point and a half and you're a neutral person, would you take LSU? 
Yes. Of course you would. <laughs> and so will the whole country. Okay. And that Vegas is in business, but not because they're losing no, money. No, they, they have the lights on for a reason. That's yes, for they sure. do. That's for sure. All right. Good show. Thanks, guys. Howdy toddy.